When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 313. A palindrome of sorts. It is a palindrome of sorts. I mean, not of sorts, really. It's just a palindrome. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So so, is it technically of sorts as well? I don't know. Of sorts seems like you're saying kind of but not really. I would say it's palindrome. Yeah, it's just straight up a palindrome. <laughs> it's like, this is a podcast of sorts. Well, no, I mean, it's just a podcast. True. I don't know. I would say of sorts. <laughs> see? No, I'm, no that, now, see, now you're talking about quality. Good or bad, it is a podcast. It goes up, it's available on iTunes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, fine. Yeah. So, so, uh, Semantics. Yeah, so let's go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Joe is uh, not with us this week. The rare non-Joe episode. Yeah, Yeah. he's got a pretty good track record. He has been called into duty because because of the protests and potential fears of riots in St. Louis. So there was, uh, for people that don't live in St. Louis, allow us to provide you with some backstory. So there was an officer-involved shooting uh, back in 2011. Mm-hmm. It was like six years ago. Yeah, yeah and the uh, the verdict came down, and I guess I should back. he shot and killed a black guy. Was charged with murder because they thought that it looked murderous, and uh, he was acquitted. And so now there are people who are less than happy about that. And so there's lots of protests going on. We lost two major concerts over the weekend. They shut down the U2 concert with and- Beck. I would be. I was more excited for Beck yeah. personally, but. And uh, and then they also shut down the Ed Sheeran concert, and now there's talk we might lose our Billy Joel concert. So yeah. what is that? That's on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So he's been working what twelve hour days or mm-hmm. something. Yep. So the uh, police are all on twelve hour shifts. Yeah. yeah so uh, so he'll have lots of money here soon. <laughs> okay. But, well, he's it's overtime. That's true. I mean, they get paid for it. 
I don't, I'm not saying that they yeah. that they're looking forward to it, but they do. Yeah, I don't think it's like you know working on a Sunday or something like hot dog. Yeah, right. yeah no, totally. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but, I mean, but the flip side is he is gonna okay twelve hours yeah, okay. overtime. But yeah. will he do the podcast anymore once he's making rich? all that money? Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say. Well, I mean, we don't have riots and protests every weekend, but we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> You may remember us as the city with the Michael Brown case. Yes, we are also that we had, people had just kind of stopped talking about. Yeah, and, and so now we're right back in the uh, thick of things. So yeah, we're gunning for you, Detroit. We mean that literally. <laughs> oh. We're literally gunning for you. Oh, and shit. shameless plugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as Kevin tries to move, move it thing, on, move things along. Uh, so uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Joe, do you think we have a new review this week? I bet we do. <laughs> we do. Even when he's not here, he gets it right. <laughs> Even when he sounds like Mickey Mouse. Because yeah. I cheated. <laughs> so uh, this is from Sasquatch in Wisconsin. Oh. That's the that's the name. So uh, he or she, because Sasquatch is gender neutral. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there has to be both genders of Sasquatches. Sure. How do they, yeah, how would they, they reproduce? They, unless they spontaneously switch uh, genders like a... Uh, those f- one frogs right or, or just like asexual a, asexual reproduction <laughs> like amoebas divide yeah. discovered real spoilers a couple of weeks ago and became instantly hooked even went back and listened to their vast library of movie reviews tom kevin joe and dan are excellent hosts and crafted this podcast with a welcoming atmosphere making you feel like you're sitting around with them sharing a love of mu- movies new and old with plenty of witty banter and tangents to go around. Dan's video recovery is also great at bringing to light movies that have been lost to time. Oh, look wow. at that. But what it really comes down to is okay. Kevin's box office report. <laughs> I wanted to share my take on, on theater misbehavior, a, sub- a subject talked about on the recent box office report. There, are you happy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, people talking in the theater is a huge pet peeve of mine. I find it mind-boggling that people are so clueless. I went to... Uh, it comes at night earlier this year, and I had to encourage, quote-unquote, a couple of people to stop talking and playing on their phones. Always keep up the great work, guys. So thank you very much. What a, what a nice review. It's always nice to pick up a, a new listener. Yeah. That's so weird that especially in a horror movie where you're trying to build that atmosphere and you're, you're in the mood and you kind of want to go to be scared or to right. be in a weird tension-filled thing, to be on your phone and ignore the quiet ambiance of the... And that's kind of Film. an art house movie too. So you yeah. would like typically the art house movies are, get more of a film connoisseur, more of a sophisticated yes. no, movie goer, no riffraff or bourgeoisie. Yeah, typically, you know, like they're there for certain things, and so right. like that's it's you would expect that more at it than it comes at night. Sure. So true. So well, but thank you very much Thanks, for the nice watch. review. Yes. So uh, oh, and and let me say. That's, that is that's his welcome song. That is uh, how you speak Sasquatch. Oh. If you've ever oh. watched Finding Bigfoot, that's what they would do: is oh. knock on the trees. <laughs> Excellent. That's, and Dan actually brought in a tree for that, yeah. which was really impressive. He's yeah. committed. He's okay. committed. Yeah. Now, see, that's why we don't ask him if he's read the reviews because he knows that there are reviews waiting, and he comes prepared. Yeah, this tree's making me itchy though, so I want to take it back out. Okay. okay. We'll wait here. See you in a minute. Okay. So uh, also don't forget you can join our League of Show Shares. Uh, people who were kind enough to join the League this week, Lauren Bogard Lewis. Is that a new one? That's a new one, Dan. We're looking at you. Whew. Ah, uh, okay. Giving it up for the LBL. 
<laughs> Dan's like, why did I ever start Excellent. doing this? Uh, other people who were kind enough to share the show this week, Librarian Cynthia, Jason Herndon, Chris James, Tammy Sherman Powers, Travis Tewitt, who shared the show even while on his honeymoon. He got married this week, so... Congratulations. Well, congratulations, Travis and and Mrs. Tewitt. Yeah. Now and, he's he's not sorry, in radio. No, he is not in radio. Okay, we've, just established, to clarify. we've established okay. that he's not in radio. But he is happily married. Oh, congratulations. Uh, so other people that share the show, Brandon Coleman, Richard Lawson, Nick Scott, Timmy Tuzoons, Chris Sanders, Jason Weesey, Griffin Fox Smith, Julianne Jordan, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Brent Smith, Tom Comiskey. Brad Hyen, Lane LeVanway, and I still forgot to look up how to say this guy's name. Chris. <laughs> Another week Chris. goes by. <laughs> well, it's like buried in a comment somewhere, and so I'm like, oh, man. Now I... He said he officially changed his name to the Magic Man, so you okay, can just call Chris him. Chris Magic Man. Magic Man. There we go. He's going to get the tattoo on the tricep, <laughs> yeah. the whole nine yards. So. Not in radio? Yeah. yeah. What's Question that? mark? I don't think anybody's Chris? left in radio. Oh. <laughs> So, radio is not even in radio no, anymore just barely so so anyway if you would like to join the league of show sharers you can go to facebook.com slash real spoilers and uh and do such a thing we greatly appreciate it so there we've knocked out all of that we will now turn our eyes to the box office kevin has his abacus at the ready kevin i do tom and i think it comes as no surprise that once again it is the winner at the box office another 59 million after Oof. uh i i do believe we have to uh, state a correction to our predictions. I mean, they were predictions, but yeah. still, uh, we predicted eighty million. It came in at one hundred and twenty-three million. Yeah, opening I mean, weekend. What's interesting is when they first started tracking this movie, they, the industry was predicting seventy million. Yeah. So, like, it damn near doubled. Yeah. I heard fifty. Yeah. yeah, like I think maybe before some like, more of the test screenings, like they were like, right. oh, make fifty, right? And then it made that opening day. Yeah, <laughs> so, and hopefully this opens up people the hollywood to going back and maybe redoing some stephen king movies but doing them properly well yeah i'd love to see maximum overdrive get its due <laughs> or cujo <laughs> long time coming Ugh. but you know it we we talked about this when we went over the original or i think when we went to our predictions that it had a 35 million dollar box office yeah. it is a beautiful a Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It had a $35 million budget. It is mm -hmm. a beautiful looking film. Yeah. And I really think that comes from them going to the art house, going to an, an auteur, so to speak, for, right. for those visuals and, yeah. and uh, the cinematographer. I think we mentioned he was the one that was on the original Old Boy, so obviously mm -hmm. knows how to make a beautiful yeah. film. So And paying for you know some really good drones. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot good, of drone shots. Good drone shots. But yeah, I'm I'm amazed because you know, I I expected good things. It was getting a ton of buzz. I knew it would make money, but I honestly did not know it would be so good and look so good. I was impressed. I want to go back and just watch it to take it all in because you know, of course I was watching how are they going to change it? How are they going to tell this story and and you know, I was looking so much to the script and the characters that now I feel like, you know, once you've seen it, you can just take it in and admire right. it uh, without waiting for oh what's mm -hmm. going to happen so but yeah a huge second weekend 59 million dollars a lot of the other movies opening this week and in the last couple of weeks wish they would have opened to its second week take so yeah. that's that's huge it is now total at 217 million domestic so it's a huge i mean two weeks in the theater to make 217 million on a 35 budget and uh, is if, this is this our i mean What's the highest grossing horror movie of all time? I can't imagine it's it's uh, it's far. So it is the number two 
ranked horror movie of all time. Like, the Exorcist, two hundred thirty-two million, not in, not adjusted. adjusted. Wow, two hundred thirty-two <laughs> million in nineteen seventy-three. That's crazy. That's insane. Could you believe that? Then there's, I think there's probably a couple re-releases in there. But would you like to know what it is adjusted? Uh, I'm gonna say like what six hundred million dollars, nine hundred and eighty-three million. The Exorcist in today's dollars would have wow. made a billion dollars. That is. It's the number nine highest movie adjusted of all time, domestically. Wow, I didn't realize it was that big of. I mean, I knew it was a big hit and a cultural phenomenon, but I didn't realize it was like yeah. adjusted for inflation, top ten movies of all time. I didn't realize it either. I think I think sometimes, honestly, when we go to the horror genre, you just kind of either forget or you just think, oh, horror movies don't make a lot of money. Like you right. kind of just shove them to the side somewhere. And even though it's one of the most famous horror films, you just kind of put it in its own category. Oh, it's good for a horror film. But obviously, it's a huge, yeah. huge film in its own right. Uh, the Sixth Sense is uh, up there, two hundred ninety-three million unadjusted. God, I wouldn't consider that a horror movie. Would you? Uh, no. It's like the horror supernatural is I how mean, they it, divide it. Yeah. So no, that's, I mean, I think people went into it thinking that, but no. it's a supernatural thriller. Yeah. Yeah. They and they put them together again, so there's sure. kind of a blending there. But the Sixth Sense for back then in '99, it had a forty million dollar budget. So think about that. That uh, what is that? Eighteen years ago, had more of a budget than it. Right. And, That's crazy. Uh, and uh, this is in week- Although, if you think about it, they still had to pay Bruce Willis. So yeah. I bet you. Oh, true. You Bruce know, Willis is. But even, but even if you take out what Bruce Willis gets yeah. paid, adjust that for inflation, sure. still, it, six cents yeah. still had more money to play with. Sure. Yeah, in the 90s, Willis Bucks had a higher value. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, just amazing, amazing for it. And it has made another $100 million overseas. So you're up over $300 million in two weeks. On that thirty-five million dollar budget, that's that's impressive. And so I get ready for that Pennywise prequel, right? A couple spinoffs in there. So they're going to milk everything they can out of this now. Let's let's hope not. Let's hope that at least if they get the first two done, you know, and then you know whatever. Or or how long before they're going to take the the second story? Like, well, it it needs to be. Oh no! Please don't split up the second one. Oh, if they do that, it's going to be so frustrating. Uh, but anyway, so that's it. But coming in at number two, another movie that opened this weekend, American Assassin, which they did not even screen here. So that's yeah. not usually a good sign. It opened to $15 million. Uh, that is, let's see if we have a budget on that one. That's Michael Keaton and the kid that was in the Maze Runner. They had to shut down that movie because he was injured. Oh, that's okay. the yeah, same yeah. kid. Yeah. Uh, Dylan O'Brien, I think is his Are name. They, did he make this before that or did what happened there? Did they ever go back and finish that movie? Yeah. It, I, you know what? I honestly, I didn't look into it too much, but I was reading reports. I saw headlines that this is his first film since the accident. Okay, so, so this I want to say it's post, and I guess yeah. they just took the insurance money and scrapped it because I've never heard of yeah. the Maze Runner three or whatever it no, was. Getting, uh, they haven't. I think that's probably second. Did they only make one, or was this the no? I third? think I think this was the third. So we did the third. first one. They didn't screen the second one, yeah. right. so we didn't bother to do it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they were making the third. I think this is going to go the route of uh, was it Midnight Rambler, the the Allman Brothers, Greg Allman. Movie. Oh, gotcha. Where that girl the, got killed? Yeah, the yeah. stunt stunt actress got killed. Yeah, and, and it's like, well, that movie's not coming out. Yeah, yeah. So, and 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 it could happen to Deadpool too. Oh really? Uh, I mean, I don't think it will. But Uh-oh. I mean, there's enough that is. I mean, 
that that's going to be yeah that's going to come around to be a bigger deal yeah i just don't know how that movie gets shelved there's there's no way it's too big they're going to have to you know what they're going to be doing is paying out some heavy yeah heavy fines scoot that under the rug and move on because yeah that's that's a what was Deadpool? Did that make like seven hundred yeah. million dollars? Yeah, That's a they huge shelf a sequel. It's that. also a movie though that they should have been a little more buttoned up on. You know, I I completely agree. Can you stop the upload? Oh yeah, that's what we were. Okay, sorry. Oh yeah, no problem. Okay, so so yeah, apparently it did not fare too well. I've heard some pretty negative reviews, but then I've also heard someone that said they enjoyed it, but. You know, fifteen million dollars. I don't know if that's a testament to the quality necessarily, or if that's just coming out against it on week two after all the good word of mouth. Yeah, I think if you're going to the movies this week and you're you're seeing it, I mean, yeah. with all the, I mean, obviously based on numbers, that's not a bold statement to make. But but oh, you're not seeing mother. Yeah, based on the good word of mouth, <laughs> there is no good word of mouth. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't know how with so much buzz. You yeah. don't go see now, it. If you didn't see it week one, obviously with a $59 million week two. Yeah. And and that's an estimate based on Friday numbers, I believe. And, and they extrapolate that yeah. out. So it could come out over $60 million easily. And I think this is going gonna to be also a movie that will have legs because... Um, but only one arm. But only one arm. But Because uh, Stephen King, his fan base... He's got an older fan base, and it takes them longer to get to the movies. They don't run out in week one, so, so I mean, so you will. I mean, we've seen that time and again. We, we know with older with yes. movies at Target and older it's demo, true. and and I think that this movie will also benefit from that from people that you know read this book when they were forty five twenty years ago or twenty five years ago, right. and uh, I guess God, I guess it was like thirty years ago. So if you read that book when you were forty. You're 70 now. Yeah. You know, so. Wow. So. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Jeez. Yeah. So you're, you know, so you you might want to see this movie, but you're not going to run out week one. Where, and sure. then when you hear good things, you're like, okay, I guess I will go catch this. And, you know, when you're 72, honestly, and obviously there's always exceptions to the rule, but I don't know if you're 70 if you're running out to horror films. Right. You know, you're at the art house. You're at, uh, uh, Oh, I can't even think about it. But those like uh, Zodic Marigold Hotel. That, that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking about. That's what yeah. you're at, right? So yeah. salmon is... fishing in the Yemen. Exactly. Right. That's that's funny. You thought of the exact one yeah. though that I was trying to <laughs> couldn't remember the name because it's not like Helen Mirren or something. Or yeah, that? Dev I, Patel. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, that first one was really good. The second one was yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. So, yeah, uh, good for it. And uh, unfortunately, that's a swing and a miss for American Assassin. And that's Michael Keaton coming off some a couple of really good films. I mean, yeah. really probably a few good films. I mean, you've got Birdman. You have him in Spider-Man, who is excellent. You have him in the McDonald's movie. The Founder. The yeah. Founder. So like, right. he's, he's coming off some great films. He, I think this will be a blip, though. This is yeah. a movie that, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, I, it looked like a... Um, direct video release yeah i get that so, it, and it doesn't look like he's bad from the trailers he's like a trainer for i don't know that michael keaton's ever been bad no at anything point, yeah. i mean he's been in some bad movies sure. but i don't think he's ever been he's bad. always i mean he, he's one of those ones it's like he he invests in the oh, movie yeah. yeah you know he it's like he he still tries right. absolutely i've never seen him phone it in that's for sure he's he's a good actor definitely so, moving on to number three, the movie of the week, Mother, brought in $7.5 million. Now, this is a biopic about Danzig, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no, this is Mother with the exclamation mark. They put with that, Albert Brooks. No, no, exclamation oh, mark. Yeah, and a lower, lowercase m. Yeah. 
So this is lowercase that, mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how you have to actually say that's it. How, so get, lowercase m exclamation point. That's how you know it's art. <laughs> and all the words are lowercase. Yes. It's so, very artsy. Except for a couple. Yeah. Got to catch those. So, but we'll get into that next time. Will uh, we ever. But uh, for now, Mother made $7.5 million and I'm not sure I've seen a budget. Uh, $30 million. So, they spent $30 million $30 on million. that? Where? Uh, they oh, built the house it, twice. It looks, yeah. it looks like they... They, they invested quite a they, bit. In. Yeah, they, it just didn't. I didn't think a movie with that kind of yeah. script would get thirty million. No, I mean we'll get into it yeah. next time. But they built two houses. They that none of that's green screen. They built a house no, was, and then they went to another location and built a house. It's, there's a lot wow. of so it's crazy practical. Yeah, this. that's true. I mean, they, at the end, it does get yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's twenty nine point five million dollars at the end. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, right. It's yeah, yeah, like, the thirty million dollars is all spent is, in the last like twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so we're talking a thirty million dollar budget, seven point five million. It has a cinema score of F. That seems a little gracious, but uh... well, it's the thing <laughs> is, is that there's no way we talked about this. We have some people that saw it at the Thursday early seven p.m. show, and so we've been so, talking. That's when I saw it. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. So we had some people that were discussing it. So they've seen it a few days ago now, and everyone agrees that there's no way that audiences going into it to see a, a horror film are, are going to be like, oh, that was yeah. exactly what I, I mean, thought. Those, this is those such com- a head fake. Those yeah. commercials just flat out lie to you about what this movie is. Yeah. I, I loved it because in the trailer, they use like the old movie. It's like an uh-huh. old 80s trailer. And we're like... Yeah. The movie poster is, is cribbed, the design of the main movie poster. The first one is actually eerily accurate to what the movie actually is, which yeah. is the one that looks like a kind of a fresco painting. Yeah. And her sure. holding her heart. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's artistic that's, like it should be. That's yeah. what this movie is. The next one I saw is, is cribbed straight off of Rosemary's Baby. Oh. And I'm like, this movie is not Polanski. This movie no. is Jodorowsky. Yeah. yeah. So if you've seen Jodorowsky. Yeah. You know, it's like that may have a lower cinema score for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I wish I had seen and I I knew going in that it wasn't the horror movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew oh, that it's it, a trick, you know, but uh, <laughs> and I warned you too. yeah, I but like, well, and even then I was like, I thought I, I thought it was going to be a horror. I, I did think it was going to have horror yeah, elements, sure. and, but I thought it was going to be. Like well, honestly, what you said, I thought it was gonna be closer to Antichrist. Yeah. Right. And, and what did you ask me? You said, "Is this like a horror movie or is it a whatever?" And yeah. I was like, "I don't know." And I had seen it. I'm yeah. like, "I'm like, I don't know." You yeah. tell me. Like I've. No- <laughs> but but I knew going in, I wasn't seeing yeah. a straight up horror movie. Sure, and, sure. And but uh um but anyone that just trusted those commercials. Yeah. And honestly, I wish they had. I wish they had made the movie yeah. that was in those commercials. Loved, that one looked good. I loved <laughs> the trailer. I loved the movie voice guy. I loved mm-hmm. the like. It almost seemed like grindhousey the trailer, right? Yeah. With all the blips and everything, and yeah. and then at the end they're like mother, you know. And they, oh, wrote, they I'm like, they, oh, that is a beautiful trailer. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I only watched one trailer, and it's because I was in another movie, and you know I had to see it before. I, like I don't watch trailers, but I'm like, oh, huh. I I watched no trailers for this movie, yeah. and I had only seen those two posters, yeah. so I was kind of like. Interesting. And then but, I had seen like headlines about it, and so I knew going in that it was pretty divisive. At the film festival. Oh, I'm sorry. When it's an art house movie, it's divisive. Sorry. Sorry, just to be clear. <laughs> at at, <laughs> at, at yeah. the film festival, I don't know if it was Toronto or where it showed it, London. It was somewhere just a few days before we got it here. So they didn't show it like three months ago. It was at a film festival a few days early. Right. I didn't want people. Right. To talk about it. Sure. And uh, it was very secretive. But 
for the reviewing press at the festival that they like go to see it, they Aronofsky sent a 15 page paper explaining the movie to the press that were going to see it. So they would know what they were getting it. Like, like, no, 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 wait. Yeah. Like, nope. They didn't want him to just leave it and say WTF. He's like, Oh, here's this 15 page paper. Please understand this. Like, it's just interesting that they felt the need to send along information with it. That just tells you that they were getting ready for a, yeah. Uh, so anyway, but uh, we'll get into that next time. Number four, Home Again, which is uh, the movie where Reese Witherspoon comes home again. Oh, again, yeah. Uh, That's after going into the the wild, or yeah. <laughs> no, what was now that? She's back. No, what was, was that? What was her movie where she was walking? Wild. Going wild, the wild, wild. yeah, the wild, the wild. Yeah. into yeah. the wild's great. I love that movie. Into the wild. Who directed uh, that? Into the wild. Was that Sean Penn? I think yes. it was Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah. I I liked her movie. I liked her yeah. walking, you, yeah, walking you did. in the woods. Yeah. yeah, but now she's home again. But, but she's, she's home. home. Again. She's back. Did home you again. like this movie? I didn't see it. Oh. Obviously, you didn't I care. heard. Yeah. So one of the listeners who somebody, I, somebody someone saw. did see it. No, it was Linnea. Was that what it was? Linnea went yeah. and saw it, and she. Oh, said, that's right. And she said that it was about a woman who was recently divorced, I think, and so she lets three she, three like frat college boys or college kids, kids, kids living. In. Yeah, she was, hooks up with one of them. Yeah, and, okay. I'm like okay, uh huh, interesting. So. You say yeah, but anyway, that's kind of movie that Jacqueline Bissett would have been in in the eighties, right? Hmm. Yeah. Knows. That one, yeah, it, shout it, out for the old guys. Yeah, and, and it would, and it would, it wouldn't have been like a feel good romantic comedy. It would have been more akin to like my show for my chauffeur. Yeah, that's right. Deborah Foreman, Sam Jones. If you guys say so, uh, with music from, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the, but the band that did the, all the music for that, mm-hmm. the uh, the main guy from that band, it was Marty Ross, who ended up in the New Monkeys. Hmm. Look at that, okay. mind blown. How about that? Look at that connection. Home again, five point four million. That's a thirty-seven percent drop. The movie has made seventeen million dollars, which sounds like it's making money. I can't imagine that. Yeah, twelve million dollar budget. The Wigs. That was the name uh, okay. of the band. Sorry, I was. Thank you. I was wondering. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, seventeen million on a twelve million dollar budget in two weeks. I mean, it's not a ton of Congratulations money. Congratulations on your profit. Yeah, it's it's gonna make money. So there you go. Number five, The Hitman's Bodyguard in week five. This is a movie that just I think as far as rated R comedies like that, there's just nothing else it just, out. It just hit the gap. Yeah, of and like. I'm, of, yeah, let's no competition for yeah. what they're doing. And I'm not saying. I mean, I know that I'm yeah. in the minority for really not liking it. But I mean, for it to stick around this long and make this much, I, I mean, you would think that'd be a few weeks and then it would go yeah. away. But yeah, that's that's the movie if you want that type of rated R comedy. So on, yeah. on the uh, they live version of the multiplex, this one's called action comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it made nearly three uh, three point five million dollars, which is a twenty seven percent drop in week five. Seventy million dollar budget, and if I remember correctly, it has a small. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say. I didn't mean that. It has a domestic gross of seventy point three million so far, but it only had a thirty million dollar budget. So uh, I don't even see any overseas numbers. It's like it hasn't even been released overseas. So yeah, it's probably not a big. I mean, it will come out, but it's probably not big enough to yeah. like go and fight for that screen time right week one it's kind of when they can get it they're like good enough exactly so yeah 70 out of 30 they they can't be too upset with that so you wouldn't think so that's that but number six wind river a movie that i saw over the weekend and thoroughly enjoyed definitely one of the best films of the year so far 2.5 million 
a 20% drop. It is up to almost $30 million on an $11 million budget. It is excellent. I would I would highly recommend it. A couple of people on the League of Show Shares recommended it. And yeah. I wanted to go see something yesterday. And it is so good. The, the acting, Renner, Olsen, they're fantastic. And the other actors, It's it really is a great film. So I hope that people remember it come Oscar time because it is worthy. It's hmm. It's a film that should get some buzz. So yeah. Um, yeah, definitely go out and see that one if, if you're looking for a light week, something to see. Number seven, Annabelle Creation, another one that's sticking around. Uh, surprising, especially with it but, out. Yeah. Too- Although I'm kind of thinking maybe it's at the dollar show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but number seven brings it to 2.2 million, which is only a 45% drop. It is now at 99.5 million dollars. So uh, almost to that hundred number and overseas it has almost 200 million dollars. Wow. So we're talking about three hundred million worldwide on a fifteen million dollar budget. Jeez, jeez. I mean, I guess when they chose to spin off these Conjuring movies, they weren't. They made the right call. They definitely made the right call there. So. so just more proof of brace yourself for that Pennywise prequel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's amazing they're able to take these little characters like so they took the doll that i guess is kind of a throwaway in the conjuring yeah and then now the nun you see a nun in yeah, a the scene for this get, i guess yeah, and the, that's gonna have its oh, own the scary nun thing yeah. yeah yeah they're just building franchises around yeah. what yeah. people resonate towards yeah so anyway we'll see what happens the, with that this one. is so much like roger corman filmmaking yeah very like that we should make that movie <laughs> <laughs> he said he's never lost never money. lost a dime hmm. that's a man I'm, who i mean i've talked about it before but he literally did they would do movie posters and hang them up in the yeah. lobby and, and gauge people's for, reactions. Yeah. People are like, I want to see that. He's like, make that one. <laughs> what a businessman. <laughs> like, that is show business. That's brilliant. To it. I love it. He did it. Yeah, and that's very interesting. Number eight, Leap. Uh, I believe that was Brad Hyen's favorite film of 2017, if I, I'm not mistaken. I believe he, so. I think that's what he said. Yeah. So uh, Brad says, if you get a chance, see Leap, exclamation mark, it's Leap. He's, I believe he said... If you don't like this movie, he will personally refund your money. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, that's what he said. So, uh, Brad Hyen, do you have his email, or we can put it in the show notes? I'll put his home address in the, <laughs> okay. on the real spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Just go knock on yeah. his door. He's got the envelope of dollar bills just waiting for you. So. But uh, anyway, uh, that movie made $2.1 million. You don't even need to show him a ticket stub. Just tell him, and he'll take your word for it. Yeah, anyway, it's like those class action lawsuits where they're like, you don't have to show us your receipt. Just, you know, you... you Just return this postcard. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I bought those class action lawsuits. Not the one that we're going to get hit with, but that's okay. I'm like, sure, (laughs) I bought a knockoff diamond in Jamaica. I'll take your $8. (laughs) Or I bought milk. Yeah. If you bought three gallons of milk in the last decade, I mean that's one where it's like, okay, yeah. if you can't fill that class action lawsuit out, like, <laughs> you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. I uh, I took advantage of one of those class action lawsuits once because it was, I guess, the credit card companies weren't converting your transactions properly when you made an international purchase, mm-hmm. and so I had. Uh, and you're a gambling addict. So yeah. You, yeah. Well, we were on a cruise and we were in the Bahamas. We got. I literally bought a T-shirt. At the Hard Rock Cafe, like the most touristy thing you could do. But it was and, an international. But it was an international purchase. And I was like, I did it. And I got, so I got 25 bucks back. Yeah, so t-shirt. I basically, like, and the t-shirt was 15. So oh. I figured they paid me $10 to take a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt. Which is pretty much what you, anybody would do now. Yeah. In, in the 2000s. Right. So, <laughs> but in the uh, 80s. In the 80s, man. Oof. Those things were hard to come by. They oh. were. 
Congratulations, Tom. That sounds uh, like they a, had, that's a they win. They had cachet. <laughs> yes. So Leap made $2.1 million, a 14% drop in week four. So, I mean, I guess kids movie. If you're not taking your kid to It, American Assassin, Mother, <laughs> Home Again, The Hitman's Bodyguard, Wind River, Annabelle Creation, you're taking your kid to Leap. Yeah. If you think much, about the first seven movies, yeah, none all, of those are appropriate that's for children. All you got. In life. Yeah. That's it. So uh, Leap has made $18.6 million domestic. It has made $81 million foreign, so it's around $100 million. There's no budget on it, but I think it came out overseas like two years ago. So this is basically just yeah. a, a I think it's redubbing. A, it's a French, I think it's a French movie that they dubbed. Yeah. They dubbed English over. Right. So, I mean, it's that's all found a, money. That's a hundred million dollars of, and, unless they're combining it with the original release, but usually they don't do that. Yeah. Usually if it's a re-release, it's a separate box office. So gotcha. if they just took this and redubbed it and made a hundred million dollars, like that's ridiculous money for something you had. Mm. So someone's getting a raise over there at the old <laughs> Weinstein company. Coming in at number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming. Talk about a movie that's stick... Well, I really wasn't trying to go for that at all. Talk, <laughs> this movie is making a ton of money, and it's in week 11. It made another $2 million, which is a 0% drop. It's not one you see like right yeah. on the head a lot, but <laughs> it's a 0% drop in week nine. That means everybody went and said, we're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but we're buying... We're, they yeah. come around and they, well, you got to buy a ticket, so it's just like... Okay, oh, fair enough. Double... So, Spider-Man Homecoming has made $330 million domestic. Overseas, $500 million. So, you're talking about around 825 to $850 million on a $175 million budget. And it's got to come out on DVD soon. Like yeah, that, yeah, it's coming out week in 11. October. Okay, yeah, because usually the window we've talked about before is 8 to 12 weeks. That's yeah. the standard. It's in week 11. So and yeah. if you buy the French... Uh, copy of the 4K disc, you get the 3D one in there as well. So you get a 4K, a Blu-ray, a 3D Blu-ray, and a DVD. Is Marvel still not, or Disney slash Marvel still not releasing 3D with their discs? They do on some. They do like the Marvel ones. I wonder what makes them choose that, like Frozen. Is this so they can re-release it? Uh, Yeah, weird. Frozen, you know, um, yeah, it was released overseas, and you can get it from pretty easily but yeah they never it's did do like, a proper 3D why wouldn't really. they and the it's, only thing they're I think weird of is like, about Disney's yeah. you know I don't know it's weird they, so they, they're not going to release Spider-Man in 3D in the US though is no, what you're oh, saying no, you the 3D the, version is what, I, what I'm saying is there's a version where you can get everything okay, but it's 4K only and 3D. But it's from Europe got it okay but Spider-Man wears a beret the whole time does yeah. he does it, yeah. wait a minute he doesn't do that dance does he <clears throat> No, no, they took that out. <laughs> it, well, it, he does, but it's a tango, and he goes, ho, ho, ho. Oh, well, that would be much better. I, maybe Ramey will come out with the director's cut later and clean that up. He has a, a special he edition. Has, he has a pencil mustache. There's there's a, an editor's cut that is actually part of an official uh, like Spider-Man 4K release that's coming out, box set, and it's an editor's cut of Spider-Man 3. Really? Yeah, that I'm kind of interested in seeing. Hmm. And well, we know what will end up on the floor, certainly. Yeah, yeah. So, but yes, yeah, the editor's cut, and huh. apparently they they make some revisions. Interesting. I would like because, to, but it's an official release. This isn't yeah. like yeah. you know one of those fan things, right? right. And they did that before, like with Spider Man Two. They did a two point five, yeah, which I was I mean Spider Man Two was good, but well, this was even better. They just added in more action that they weren't able to, you know, basically fund or finish. Do you know who yeah. edited Spider Man Three? Topher Grace. I mean, Topher Grace was in the movie, <laughs> yeah. so I'm starting to think there's a connection. He's there. like, okay, let me fix it. Yeah. Well, he's like, I've been living with this now for yeah. bring it ten in. years yeah. or whatever. He's like, I'll do it. Yeah. Because what, what was that? If you want the- if you want something done right? Yeah. yeah. 
Was that 2008? Was that when the Spider-Man 3 came out? I think it was 2008. So almost 10 years know. ago. Yeah, it's been a, been a while. Because, yeah, we've had three Spider-Man movies since. Yeah. Uh, so, rounding, uh, let's see. So that's Spider-Man making a ton of money, and we'll continue to do so on DVD soon. And coming and rounding out the top 10, Dunkirk still sticking around. $1.3 million is a 30% drop in week nine. Because old people are slow to get to the movie theater. That's yeah. true. This is true. And this is not derogatory. No. It's, it's just, just like literally they're like, oh, I don't wait for the crowds to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One one hundred and eighty five million dollars domestic and a whopping three hundred and twenty ish overseas. So over five hundred million worldwide on a modest one hundred million dollar budget. Wow. So awesome. That's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. Wow. So I guess uh, that's <laughs> my mic keeps drifting down. I told you, man, we got to yeah. bring it. it. Really? Just one screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you have a single screwdriver in this house. Crystal mine. It's oh. probably if we do, it's probably pink. Um, I could see you Tom know and Chris. I would take Crystal's pink screwdriver over your. I don't know if we have one. <laughs> I can totally see though that uh, Tom and Crystal are on a road trip driving somewhere. The car breaks down, and Crystal's like, oh, "I'll get it." She goes and yeah. opens the well, hood up and is yeah. working on the. Uh, what you got AAA for? <laughs> so uh, that's it for this episode. Let's go around the table, and everybody can say where to find them. <laughs> this is Dan. This is Dan, and you can find me on Twitter at Grady sixty seven G R A N D Y. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to continue the conversation online, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. You can join the League of Show Sharers and we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. We may have found out who is responsible for the tangents, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool 30-something I know. We, well, we, we, yeah. We, I, I've been withholding tangents just because I, I have to make my daughter's soccer game. So uh, okay, so so there you go. Maybe the <laughs> next, next one will one. be more tangent filled. So anyway, that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next one, we will tack, tackle Darren Aronofsky's mother, <laughs> which sounds weird when you say it like that. We're going to tackle your mother. Yeah. Still sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's, she's got a bad yeah. hip. How's your mother? So uh, we will tell you how your mother is coming up on the next one. And trust me, you've been warned. Mother. Tell your children not to walk my way Tell your children not to hear my words What they mean, what they say Mother Mother Can you keep them in the dark for a while? Can you have a When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. 
This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.